This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Welcome everybody to College Dame Day, episode seven. We are back after a week off, like our football team, and we got a win this week. So, we're bull eligible. Well, (laughs) yeah, on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a chance to go over 500, and this, I can't remember the last time that's happened, so. Yes, things are looking up. Yeah, really got some hope in my soul. Very exciting. So uh, Illinois falls to two and four. Nebraska, we have risen to three and three. I just it so, sounds so much better too. Like I know two and four sounds awful. It really, I mean, pathetic. Yeah, yeah. three so and bad. three sounds like we're fighting. Yeah, right. we're we're in this thing. And we actually got some points in the first quarter. So I think it's one of the first times we've gotten points in the first quarter, um, within the Big Ten play at least. Uh, so what were takeaways? My first takeaway is I really like playing on Friday night. I mm. feel like we have historically done well on Friday night. I remember like a year or two ago, we played Rutgers, Rutgers. on Friday night. Yeah. I mean, I understand the scheduling is also helping there, but Friday night games is where it's at because then I am not feeling stressed out on Saturday and I can just watch everyone else play and not feel anxious or worried. I'm just oh, you know, I say, enjoying I the drama. I, one of my things is, like, after you lose, it sucks having to watch, like, like getting, like, the remote to change the channel quickly when, like, you know, the highlights of your game come on. But it's like, okay, great. Now I don't have to do that. I can just watch them. But I didn't see any on Saturday of our game. I know we're not, like, very I relevant. I think that's where but, we're at. But, but the thing is, we haven't been relevant, and I see our losses all the time. So why couldn't we? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. there was a lot going on yesterday, so maybe that's why. That's true. I was able to watch the game Friday entirely, and as in addition to volleyball, too, which is really nice, since mm-hmm. mom and dad had the kids, so that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was glad that our kicker got a couple field goals, so missed, but, you know, maybe yeah. also trending, hopefully. Um, I thought Fedoni played really well. I think we can continue to utilize him more. Um, the turnovers though, and the penalties, they're like absolutely killing me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, but here's uh, my thing. What was going on? Cause he kept saying like, you can't do the confusing signal things. And like, cause Matt rule has been pretty historically, like he gets on our guys when they mess up and he was like super mad at the refs. Um, yeah. so I, I don't know. Did you guys watch the post game press conference? No, I didn't. Okay, he said something about it there, too. He was saying that um, it was not our guys. It wasn't them false starting. Like, it wasn't on them. It was the, like, disconcerting signals that Illinois was was doing, which he felt like is not supposed to be allowed. And that's why he was on the refs all night long about it, because they just kept doing it, which, I mean, if they're not going to call it, why would you stop doing it? But Matt Rule was really 
I mean, he was pretty fired up about it because he said, you know, I don't like to complain about officiating, but that was an instance where he's like, I'm going to continue saying something because they're, they do call that. And I saw that called yesterday in a game yesterday. Um, and so I don't understand why, you know, it was being permitted. Obviously you have to rise above that and, you know, right. just learn not to fall start. But I, I guess something, you know, more was going on there. So you know, maybe we're not as undisciplined <laughs> as it appeared. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to like cling on to that hope. But yeah, yeah the turnovers were bad. I yeah. really thought, here we go again. Like, we're going to give this game away again. Like, yeah. Uh, and I understand, like, the, the freshman running back had to come in. I get it. He's new. But Anthony Grant, again. Mm-hmm. I will say the time that Harburg fumbled a snap, he just fell right on it. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah, Thank you. don't like, make it live, worse. Just live to play another down. That's I saw great. him do that a couple of times. Just threw the ball out of bounds. I'm like, that's yeah. good. Perfect. Like, you're playing Illinois. Know that. You don't have to force plays. Just don't commit turnovers. And so Harburg did a couple of times. I saw wasn't there. He threw it away. I'm like, okay, great. But yeah, our fumbling, when they put up that stat, they're like 13th fumble, highest in the FBS. I'm like, oh tied. my gosh. No, 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 no. Tied for the highest. Tied. <laughs> Who so. are we tied with? I don't know, but there was a T there. <laughs> so it We need to find out who that other team is. So. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, I'll do a quick Google search here. We'll figure it out. Actually, I saw an interesting stat yesterday. There was a team, I, there might have been more, but I know for sure there was one team that committed zero penalties last week. Do you want to take a stab at who it was? And they only committed one in the fourth quarter this week. My guess is it was Michigan. It is Michigan. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, but that's me- highly impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was pretty pleased to see their score against Minnesota. So that did make me feel a little bit better. It was like even, yeah. well, it was probably about the same as ours, but. Because, yeah. Because they scored, they, they scored a, a touchdown, but Michigan scored more on them. So it was like 52-10. So I'm like, well, they're just. They really are a dominant team. Not that we played well against them. I obviously I feel like we could have played better, but they are destroying everyone out there. So yeah, yeah, it's true. And actually, it did feel um, not to skip ahead to our next segment talking about um, games yesterday. But the Texas Texas Oklahoma game was like riddled with penalties. It was unbelievable. So I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit better. It's not just like bad teams that are committing these. There was a lot of penalties yeah. there. But. That game was like a circus. It was like, let's pull all our trick plays out. And it really was. <laughs> Half of it was like illegal procedures from the trick plays. Like, yeah. Like. <laughs> yes. What other positives, though, from the game? Um, well, I mean, we won. So yeah. that is, we found a way. You know, I thought when we kept getting down in the red zone and fumbling, we just could not score. That was starting to really scare me. And I thought, like you guys said, here we go again. We're going to, you know, come out, play a quarter really well, and then give the game away. Um, but I think, you know, they persevered and they found a way. So that's encouraging. That, that says something to my PTSD when you're up by two scores in the fourth quarter with like three minutes to go and you're still like, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. We're like, so traumatized. Myself, it's 20 to seven. Like we are up, Amy. Like it's okay. It's going to be okay. And then, but I was like, oh, it's like one touchdown and a like onside kick. And oh my gosh, here we are again. But um. Yeah, so I heard something that Bergen Riley said last night after the volleyball game, and I really liked it. And she goes, because they were talking about the first set, how it like we needed 29 
um, to, to finally oh. put Michigan away for the first set. And she goes, something we always say is gritty over pretty. And I was like, yes. There you go. <laughs> Getting it done just somehow is worth, like, there's no style points. in football, Right. So. Well, and it gives you, like, that confidence for the next time you're in that situation where you don't, you know, freeze and then <laughs> turn the ball over or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's important to get these wins, um, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of change the narrative that we can win close games. And it was yep. a conference game. So we yep. got a conference win under our belts. Yes. Uh, and I really dislike Illinois. So that felt really good. Too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our fans traveled really well. I could hear at one point, like, the fans behind the commentators, like, screaming, go Big Red Chan. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's like, yeah. not, it's not even a home game. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I was very confused because, like, when the ref would say something, like, the crowd would cheer. And typically that means, like, yeah. it's good for the home team. But I'm like, right. it's always good for us. <laughs> I think I think Illinois had, like, 10 yeah. fans there. So. Yeah. Very confused. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I will say, yes, positives were our defense. Oh, and then the, the funny stat that I liked, um, this made me feel really good, is – so Illinois had 23 rushing yards on their very first series of the game. Do you want to know how many they end ended with? Well, I did read your stats, so I know. Yes, but. I was going to say when you oh, sent it to I, us, we oh, did, I did see send that. It to you. Okay, I forgot. Yes, so I'm going to yeah, guess 21. Finished, <laughs> yes, they finished with less than that. So the whole rest yeah. of the game we did. Well, I mean, even 23 on one series isn't that much anyway either. So, um, because they they like drove it all the way down and then we stopped them, but. Yeah, yeah, so that was played well. That was a good step. Yeah. Yeah. The defense team. did look incredible. I mean, they've been yeah. consistently good, so I guess, um, you know, I didn't think to say that, but yeah, the defense once again looked really, really good. So. And I will say too yeah. that um, we've always been able to get like, um, like interceptions, like when it's a poorly thrown ball or something. But something that I really liked was. I think it was in the first quarter or the second quarter. It was in the first half for sure. But when that linebacker just like tackled him and put his like helmet right on the ball and popped it free. Like we, we used to see that all the time, like just hard hits knocking the mm-hmm. ball. And then like, mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't seen like, just like tough plays like that getting turnovers, but I really like that. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. I thought our, our defense still looked good. So that was great. And they carried most of the game, but at least our offense did score enough to make sure we got the W. So twice in 10 seconds, two touchdowns in 10 seconds. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. now I'm thinking of the meme that you sent us, Amy, where it's like, describe Nebraska football in two pictures, and one picture is like, two touchdowns in 10 seconds, tied 13 most, lost fumbles in a season. It's like, yep, that's exactly it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, coming off a W, that was exciting. Three and three, things are looking up. We've got a bye week, our guys can rest. It'll be good. It'll be interesting to see if Jeff Sims or Harburg, I've heard that Sims is probably out, so I'm assuming it's Harburg, but okay. just curious to see what the... Uh, the off week does yeah really good games outside of nebraska and illinois that we could watch on saturday because of course we'd already won which is nice so i listed a handful of the games most of them were upsets or almost upsets of ranked teams so we'll talk about all of them but i want to go around and ask of that list what was your favorite game why okay well i'll go first because it's pretty obvious <laughs> louisville beating notre dame it was a really big moment in our house. Elizabeth was on cloud nine. She still has not come down from that. She's wearing her Louisville sweatshirt today, anxiously awaiting the rankings to come out because she's expecting to move up. Um, 
And I think just the way that they came out and dominated in that game, no one was expecting that. Yeah, talk about interceptions. Plus, the Kentucky game was going on at the same time. So it was kind of like against that backdrop. We were like clinging to the UofL game in the hope that we were receiving from that. So anyway, it was very exciting for Louisville. Um, Once again, it's like Jeff Brom's first year. How Mm. does that happen? Like you come in in one year, your first year, you're flipping this program and they look completely different. I don't want to rain on your parade at all. I don't think Notre Dame is as good as people think that they are. I'm just going to say that. I'm open to that, but I saw Ohio State play Notre Dame. Okay, I also don't think Ohio State. <laughs> I mean, I am, yeah, I'm starting to wonder, um, but. Like, I don't think they have a, a shot in Hades against Michigan. Well, I, okay, I don't think that either. Um, I thought you were going to say against USC, and I was like, actually, I do think that could be a good game. Um, I think Sam Hartman really is very a very good quarterback. Okay. And so for him to struggle that much, I was surprised. I was not expecting that. Their um, line got dominated, so the, yeah, he's got a good yeah. D lineman. I don't know who what his name is, or maybe he's a linebacker, but he was just owning that line. Yeah, well, okay. and I'm sorry, but did you guys? Because that takes me into another thing. Did you guys sure. watch the USC game that went into triple overtime? Well, because I'm on Eastern time, no, I did not. I'm gonna say no, I did not either. <laughs> well, I'm just yeah, saying, small children. USC, yeah. like I thought that the Colorado game was kind of like a fluke that their defense was just atrocious, which USC's defense is absolutely it is terrible. bad. It is so bad. Like at one point in the, in the I think it was you came first, from the Big Twelve, Amy. What do you expect? No, no, no. no. But first. In the first overtime, when um they scored on the very first play, they just threw like a deep pass to the end zone and it was like touchdown like right away. Lincoln Riley walked by Alex Grinch and was like he said something like under his breath to him and it was not nice. I could yes. tell by his body language and everything else. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall to know what he said, but um no. So that's okay. And that's another thing. When they talk about Notre Dame having the fifth or what what did they say? Like the fifth toughest schedule. That's all of that is based on if they have the rankings, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it's a house of cards. You think yeah. like, Oh, they're beating or they're playing all these top whatever opponents, but are they really top opponents? Because if they aren't, their schedule's not as hard as you think it is. And mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. That's just my take on it, but so U of L game was very exciting. Yeah, um, I thought U U of L Louisville looked really good. I will say it was also like it was just their night. And I don't say that to take it mm-hmm. away from anyone. Yeah, but, like if you notice, like the interceptions, the tip passes right to a little. Like it was almost yeah. like perfect every time. So it was one of. The, I just think it was Louisville's night. Like I, I yeah. think they're a really good team. I think Jeff Brom's a good coach. But I'm like, I also feel like the stars aligned for them too. Like things were yeah. just going their way. So they, they were, were, didn't was, just like eke out a win. They like yeah. Won. So yeah, it was a sellout, which is not normal for Louisville um, football. <laughs> so the stadium was full, and the quarterback, he is not a super consistent quarterback, and he did have a really good night. So I'm not saying that I think Louisville is going to be consistently that good, but. They were last night, and it was very exciting. So we'll see how far they – they're already bowl eligible. They hit six wins. So All right. <laughs> that's very exciting, too. Nice feeling. Yeah. That's great. So Elizabeth is really pumped. Okay, so I don't know, Amy, did you technically pick the USC game, or did you have a different game you want to pick from the list? 
No, the Oklahoma Texas game. I that was just like a really good game, like penalties mm-hmm. and circus. Actually, that's that's actually what I kind of like, like the whole disciplined football. That's overrated to me. Like I like <laughs> excitement and you know um, chaos. Yeah. yeah, like it's just it was. Yeah, no, it was really exciting. And then the way that um, Dylan Gabriel and Oklahoma drove down at the end and then, like, snatched it from Texas. And then it was just like, I hate Texas. So. I know. It was, just, it was, it was yeah. good. Very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I was, and I was I glad was it was a good game because I'm like, I really don't like either team. So I just want a good game. And it was. So. I was and like, I was glad because Dylan Gabriel didn't even get to play because he was like, this is why I came to Oklahoma. And last year he was mm-hmm. out with that concussion. Yeah. So it was like he – actually got to play and I like him I like Dylan Gabriel so that was my game of the week I was very sad by this one because it actually turned out okay because Kentucky also lost but the Missouri LSU game I I felt like Missouri played better the whole game and then LSU took it at the end so that was kind of a bummer I feel Um, really conflicted whenever I watch LSU because I hate LSU. I can't stand Brian Kelly, but I do really like their quarterback, mm-hmm. James Daniels. Daniels. And I think he's really good. I feel like Nebraska should have tried a little harder to get him. But anyway, so it's like I want him to do well because I do like him. I think he's really good. And then I hate the rest of the team, so I'm cheering against them. Very torn. And I also really want a Missouri to win, which also felt a little bit gross. Like, I'm cheering for Missouri. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was weird, but I was disappointed in that game because it was it was a good game until the very very end. Yeah. Another ranked team that lost Washington State. I did not watch it, but they lost. Um, And then the other two games, two games that ironically had similar issues at the end. So Alabama, Texas A&M, and Miami, Georgia Tech. So clearly, no one has instructed the quarterbacks or the I can't say head coaches because I know Nick Saban said take a knee, but yeah. um, Alabama clearly just needs to needs to kneel it. And on the first play, yeah, the quarterback throws the ball, doesn't even like run, throws <laughs> the ball, and it's incomplete. Yeah, and Saban is like losing it on the sideline. Yeah, Alabama got lucky though because it was only like seven second differential. And I know at the end he just ran away, but anyways, Texas A&M almost pulled off the upset, didn't get it done. Miami though, yeah. Oh man. I mean, it's like a heartbreaker. Like, I hate Miami. So, and obviously, Jared is cheering for Georgia Tech. But I feel like the difference between the Alabama game and the um, Miami game, and Jared brought this up. We were talking about it this morning. And he was saying, when the quarterback threw that ball away, Saban was on him. Like, he's like, you don't do that again. You take a knee, you know, fix the problem. Miami, they ran it twice in a row. And Mario Cristobal never... noticed I mean he was just like what was he doing I I don't don't, know I do not know I do not know but to make the the game twice in a row like that's where it's like that's a coaching and I don't I don't understand because I'm like I can see if maybe you thought there was a little bit of a time differential you had the game won you you didn't just kneel three times and you win like it's not a question of like oh well this or that they didn't have a timeout yeah you won the game you won the game you just kneel it like I don't I, I don't understand. Like, he must not care. Like, he must want to get out of Miami. Maybe he's a Scott Frost situation where he came to his alma mater and he's like, I want out. I don't know. But I'm like. I don't. I don't think. I so. think he thinks, like, you're not really in a, like, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Just run the timeout. Like, I don't know. I think he thought just. But why? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what he was thinking, but just like run, run the clock out. As a well, and what I saw was that the offensive coordinator called that play. Like that wasn't the quarterback just being like a knucklehead and not realizing <laughs> on. Yeah, that was the OC. It's just like yeah. clock and also also too like I think this is 100% on the coach, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, 100%. But mm-hmm. also as a player, why are you fighting for extra yardage? Like know that too. Know like okay, we're trying just to run the down. ball, but I go yeah. down. Yeah, I go down. This yeah. this blows my mind. I'm like. Are they betting on games? Are they like there has to be something because I'm like you cannot be that stupid. Yeah, I don't under I don't. Understand. I think that's the way the world is moving. I, like okay, here's the thing, I um went to Chick Fil A the other day. Well, it wasn't the other day. It was like a little bit ago. I'm not kidding. My my <laughs> ten total, minutes ago. <laughs> no, it was like I don't Last know Sunday. something. But this is the way the world is moving. I literally can't remember the totals. But like, let's say it was like thirty three, and I gave him forty dollars, and said, like, let's say it was thirty three seventeen. I gave him forty dollars and seventeen, and he just put the forty in, and he starts counting all this change out. And I was like, no, no, I was like, I gave you the seventeen cents, so you just, you know, give me the seven back, (laughs) seven dollars back. He's like, I can't do that, and I'm like, um, yeah, you can because that's the right (laughs) amount. Uh, Um, he's like, I put forty in because this is what you gave, and I was like, but I also gave you seventeen cents, so you should have put forty seventeen in your thing if you can't do that math. And he's like, it's gonna throw my thing off if I, and I was like, no, sweetie, it's not because this (laughs) right amount of money. Like it was so frustrating, but that's the way our world is. Like I'm not even kidding. Like people are stupid. Okay, well, as much as we love you, Chick Fil A. Clearly, we need to have some math brought in. He will not people. be sponsoring us. It was my pleasuring me the whole time, but, you know, <laughs> he just can't do math. <laughs> very polite, well, dumb kid. It was a very exciting week of football. Um, there are some good matchups next week. So I will throw some out there and let me know which one you're looking forward to the most. We have number eight. Also, we will all be traveling to Kentucky for the Kentucky-Missouri game. So we will probably actually miss some of these. We'll have to watch these maybe on Sunday. We'll have to tape some things. Um, but we have number eight, Oregon, versus number seven, Washington. We have number 10, Notre Dame. Versus, and these are – go ahead. Sorry. Is Oregon-Washington game day? Do we know? It has to be. I would yeah. think it would be, but there are some other good games. So if I was they go looking. back to Notre Dame again, like, <laughs> for the third time within – Like, no. Uh-uh. It, it has to be that. Okay. Sorry, continue. So Oregon, Washington. Yeah, Oregon, Washington. And then these are all rankings based as of Sunday morning, meaning these will change. But number eight, Oregon versus seven, Washington. Ten, Notre Dame versus nine, USC. Fourteen, UNC versus 17, Miami. And 21, Missouri versus 20, Kentucky. Okay, we'll take the Kentucky-Missouri game off because obviously we're very excited to go. Yes. Kentucky's going to win because we're be for them. Yes. Friday night lights, or not Friday night, Saturday night lights for the SEC. So of the other three, Amy, I'll let you start this time. Which one are you most looking forward to and who are you rooting for? Okay, well, I have Bo Nix on my fantasy team, so <laughs> I've been following them a little bit. Um, but how they, like, so dominantly beat – well, I mean, I know Colorado's, like, not great or whatever, but, like, it it just, like, I don't know, them and then the matchup with Penix. And, I mean, you've got, like aren't, – aren't they, like, number one and two in the Heisman? Or is Bo Nix? Mm-hmm. Or no, no, no. <laughs> No, next as much. Caleb Williams is Caleb number Williams one. Anyway, it's like two top five Heisman candidates going against each other. 
both undefeated. Um, I'm just really excited. I'm looking forward to them. And they'll actually play, I think, believe it's the 2.30 slot. So people can actually watch the Pac-12. Watch it. Because yeah, I don't ever watch them. Okay. Megan, uh, the other two, which one are you going to be tuning into? Uh, well, I guess I'm going to go with the Notre Dame-USC game. Because I really don't care about North Carolina and Miami. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how Notre Dame rebounds after this loss. I don't think either team is super great. Like we were talking about earlier, USC, their defense is terrible. Yeah. I'm not really sure that they're as good as everyone thinks they are. Um, they do have Caleb Williams, but then Notre Dame, it's like, were they overrated too? Who knows? So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they match up, I guess. I've got to think Notre Dame's favorite, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, cause yeah. they have a decent offense and USC has like no defense whatsoever. And then USC has a really explosive offense, too. But I feel like Notre Dame has a little shell of a defense. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, and I mean, if you're just looking at their, like, win-loss totals, Notre Dame has lost two games and USC is still undefeated. Barely. (laughs) It's going to be a very high-scoring game, though. So, yeah. So, it'll, yeah. I'm not sure what we'll learn from it, but it it will be interesting to see what happens. Um. So I was actually going to take this one. So this worked out. I actually do care about the UNC Miami game okay. because I have picked UNC as my dark horse and they continue uh, to show up. So yes. Um, yes. they really should win over Miami. I know earlier in the season, maybe Miami's a little bit tougher. So I'm expecting a win out of them. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for when they match up against FSU, but they are my dark horse picks. So mm-hmm. I am, I'm cheering them on. And then of course, Kentucky, Missouri, we were all hoping there'd be a matchup of two undefeateds. Both fell this week, so that's all right. Yeah. But it'll be a redemption story for one of them. So that's right. Well, Hopefully, Kentucky. Yes, exactly. Got our shirts ready. Yes. All righty. Well, we're excited. We'll be doing some traveling to what? It, what? Where's Kentucky? Or not? Where's Kentucky? Where is that? Actually, yeah. Where is Kentucky? No, I'm just kidding. Um, where is it in again? What's Kentucky? It, call it their stadium. Yes, Lexington. it is Commonwealth Stadium, Kroger Field. That sounds very sad. In Lexington, right? In Lexington, yes. In Lexington. We're going to the Commonwealth Stadium. Don't worry. I'll, I'll so. be driving us. So. Okay. okay, good. Good. We don't want me there driving because we wouldn't have any idea. Yeah. Cool. We're excited. We will enjoy the Husker Bye Week, and we will talk to you all in two weeks. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.